What's your I finally met my online friend horror story? Back during World of Warcraft's second expansion, there was this guy in my guild I'd become friends with, mostly through other friends. We'd talked more and more over time and become fairly close. He had this butthole roommate and I could hear the guy sometimes, especially when something went wrong during a raid. He'd scream and throw fits. He was pretty awful sounding. My friend told me he wasn't just loud and obnoxious, but verbally and sometimes physically abusive too. I had my own apartment, so I said, you know what? Come stay with me, just long enough to get you on your feet and into a place that's safe. He showed up at my place with a trash bag full of his stuff and laptop. I set him up in the apartment and started trying to help him find a job. Well, he did not want a job. He did not get a job either. He sat in my apartment day after day, eating my food and slowly draining my savings. No matter how hard I tried to get him motivated, he would just dig in his heels and somehow become more sedentary. Eventually, I told him he had to go. I couldn't afford to keep him there. He was just couch surfing. I spoke to some people and eventually pieced together that his method of securing a new, temporary place was playing on the sympathies of his friends to convince them he was in a terrible living situation. It just worked really well on me because he had that loud, obnoxious roommate to play off. He wound up calling a nearby relative to come and get him. I think his aunt. I don't know what he told her I supposedly did, but I have never seen a more venomous look from someone in my life. As far as I know, he moved in with his sister and brother-in-law after that, but frankly, I don't care where he ended up. He also stole a bunch of my stuff. First and last time I do anything like that. Met this dude on EverQuest and we played some games together ever since. Been a part of the same guild, help each other out on mobile games and have conversations about life in general. It isn't him that's the horror story. It was his mum. So one day, I think we were playing World of Warcraft at the time, I log on to do some quests. Suddenly his user comes on and asks to chat by video. We've done this before and there's no problem, but after I click to start the video chat, there's his mum, butt naked, on the screen. She asks me to watch her pleasure herself and I'm like, no lady, this is awkward as F. And I log off for a few days. I get an email from my friend, he wants to know why I haven't shown up for quests or anything. So I tell him what happened and he's seriously like, WTF. Turns out his mum had been doing this to a lot of his online buddies and eventually goes to prison for committing the unspeakable act with a minor or two. Buddies still doing great though, wife and kids, plus we still play the occasional game together. I never actually met the guy but spoke to him on the phone. We'd met on MySpace when I was in college and exchanged email addresses when we realized we lived in the same town. Eventually, I gave him my phone number and made plans for him to call me. When he did, his voice creeped me out. It was how I imagined a serial killer would sound. By the time I got past it and was comfortable talking to him on the phone, I started noticing other red flags. Whenever I brought the neighborhood up, he changed the subject. At one point, I asked him what his favorite restaurant on the boulevard was, and he hedged. So I made up a restaurant that I said was my favorite. He immediately said that was his favorite too, and he especially loved one of their dishes. He went on and on about this wonderful place that didn't exist, and there wasn't a similar one in town, so he couldn't be confused. I called him out on the fact that he obviously had never been to my neighborhood. Turned out, he didn't even live in the same state as me. It's like, I don't understand what this person was actually trying to gain. Was he just that starved of human conversation? Guy I knew in college met a girl online and spent every day talking about her. She lived about six hours away, so he planned to take a semester off and pursue this relationship. He got a job in her town and asked if I'd help him move out there, since my car would hold more than he could take on the bus. I had a long weekend off and figured, why not? A road trip could be fun. 
I'd drive him out as a goodbye present, and the way back I planned to visit Yellowstone. Well, we arrive and it turns out he doesn't have an apartment lined up, and he found a job posting in his girlfriend's town. He hadn't actually gotten the job, or even applied yet. I make a bunch of phone calls and find him a room to rent that will let him move in that day with just first, last, and deposit, even without a job. I'm tired and disgusted with his lack of planning, but figure it's worth staying the night and trying to end things on good terms with my buddy. Then he breaks down and confesses he hasn't actually met this girl. The nights he spent video chatting with her were really just him watching her vlog and jacking it. They've never talked, never texted, never even emailed. Hell, he's never even left so much as a comment or like on one of her videos. She genuinely didn't, still doesn't, know he existed. His plan was to hang out at this game shop she talks about until she showed up and somehow create a relationship from that. He thought that they'd meet and she'd fall in love with him and move back to our college town to marry him, all before the next semester began. That didn't happen. Instead, I made my buddy buy a bus ticket for his ride back to school and left. He came back to school and got more cringy, not less. I lost track of him after that. I met a guy online and we really got on and he came over a few times so we could hang out. I did find him attractive and tried to hint that I was into him. Note, I can't flirt to save my life. But nothing ever happened. After a few dates, he suddenly vanished offline. No social media, he wasn't answering texts or emails, nothing. I thought he'd ghosted me. After six months, he reappears. I asked him where he'd been and he said, I don't want to talk about it. A few weeks after, there was a fad where people were googling their names and posting humorous stories they'd found about similar people with their name. Mine was about a ship that had my initials, and I started to google friends' names just out of boredom and morbid curiosity. Googled his name and found a local news story from his area, one of those crime and courts things that he had been done for statutory assault of a minor, online grooming, and had his computer and phone seized as evidence. When I was younger, I met an online friend in a public space for the first time. He was about my age and hadn't lied about that, so I guess I let my guard down. Anyway, after we walked for a while, I noticed he had led me down a dark alley with no other people. He then looked at me and said how he wanted to really commit the unspeakable act on me right then and there. Right after he had said that, my instinct kicked in and I ran as fast as I've ever run in my life, until I came to the train station. Here I jumped on the first train I saw and got the hell away from him. I'm not sure that's so much an instinct as correctly understanding language verbatim. Also, apologies. The particular subject of this video is just going to naturally entail a certain amount of online predators. This was way back in the mid-90s. Bulletin board systems were all the rage. I made friends with this guy from NC. He was friends with a bunch of us from my dorm, mostly females which probably should have been a red flag, but I was extremely naive at the time. A couple months in, he mentioned that he was coming to our state for a wedding and asked if he could come by our college to meet everyone. It was agreed he'd sleep in my dorm room since my roommate was almost never around. Now, there was no discussion or thought of sex, but I was pretty excited to meet this guy and see if he was as funny and charming as he was online. Well, day arrives, dude shows up. I should mention that I and all my college friends were 18 or 19. This guy was 24. Or so he said. Guy looks like, and I'm not exaggerating, a cancer patient. Pale, gaunt features, long, greasy, pale blonde hair, except where he was bald on top, and just generally looked like he was about to die or he was dressed as a ghoul for Halloween. He insisted on hugging all of us. 
I was trying to remind myself that looks don't matter and that he was a cool guy despite his very unsettling appearance. But then, when we all started hanging out, things just got worse. He was asking really invasive questions of all of us, making weird comments to whatever was said, and just all around creepy and distressing. I was sitting on the floor with another friend and actively rocking back and forth from discomfort. I lied and said I had hurt my back and that sleeping on the floor helped, because that night he kept insisting we could share my tiny, twin college bed. Nope, 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 nope. Last time I ever met anyone from that site. I don't know if it's a horror story, but it's how I ended up where I live now. I played WoW for a few years with a pretty regular group, got to know them offline, and at one point, two of them, a couple, invited me to move across the country. At the time, I didn't have anything tying me to where I was, so I packed up and moved. Got out here, moved in with my friends, and everything seemed okay. My buddy was a long-haul driver, so he was always gone for days at a time. His girl would try to set me up multiple times with two of her friends at the same time. One in Minnesota. I ended up having a hard time finding work for a while, finally got a job though, and was putting some money away while helping watch their kids. Out of nowhere one day, my buddy accuses me of trying to fool around with his girl. Nothing had ever happened, but I had noticed her spending more and more time in my room when he wasn't there. I knew his history and his previous relationship had ended after she cheated with a friend of his. He wouldn't listen, so I got kicked out without any warning and they stole about $1,000 worth of my stuff and later moved. Ultimately, it all worked out for me. Cut the friend and his girl out of my life completely and moved on. Now I have a good job here, wife and kids. Said he was 14, turns out he was 38. My parents gave him a stern talking to. Everyone in the replies is saying how he was a child molester and all that, but let me clear things up. He was always nice and friendly until I found his Facebook and saw his age, at which my parents had a mental breakdown. Was never allowed to play video games with him online again. Returning to this post later, okay, maybe he was. After college, I was playing a game called Eve Online. I was in a corporation with a dude who I thought was the coolest. He had sold stuff in-game for real-world money and had built a supercomputer. He had a smoking hot girlfriend and had pictures of them rock climbing doing some super cool things. He was also like a head chef where he worked, and since I was a chef as well, well, I had a little bit of a bromo crush on him. He told me after I graduated that he could hook me up with a manager job and all I had to do was move up there. I sold everything I owned that day at a pawn shop and bought a U-Haul and started driving. One hour before I got there, it was like a week-long drive, he called me and told me the job was no longer available and I shouldn't come. When he found out how close I was, he said to just come anyways. When I got there, I was completely blown away. They lived in a disgusting Section 8 apartment with four other people, in a one-bedroom apartment. They had like three cats, which I'm allergic to, and a kid as well. Day one, it was all illegal substances and partying. I did not partake. I was not enthused. Day two, I went into the city looking for a crap job to survive. I got one. It was terrible. Day three, my buddy tells me we're all moving out and into a nice apartment. Week three, we actually move into a new apartment, and the first night in that apartment, he starts beating his smoking hot girl in front of their child. The second time he beat her, I called the cops. Him and his girlfriend immediately said I was the bad guy and that they were just loving each other. They had the cops escort me from the apartment. So there I was, 1,700 miles away from home, homeless at 2am and it's frickin' raining on all my things. Lars, you are a sack of crap and I hope you die of space herpes. Look, most chefs aren't crazy spouse-abusing illegal substance addicts. 
But as a guy who worked eight years in hospitality, I will say that I met more chefs that fit that category than in any other field I've worked in. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I've been active in numerous online communities over the years, and have been fortunate enough to hang out with many of the friends I've made there in person. There's only been one incident I couldn't cope with. He picked me up at the airport, which was very nice of him, and as soon as we got into the car, he started picking his nose. There's a lot that goes through your mind when you hop into a vehicle with someone you've never been alone with, and you immediately catch them two knuckles deep in their rostrum. I looked quickly away so that he wouldn't know I caught him and be embarrassed if he was trying to sneak one out before I noticed. If he did notice, he didn't seem embarrassed, so I relaxed a little. I guessed maybe he was so confident about himself and our friendship that he descended past caring if I saw him take care of a quick boog. Fine, sure. When I finally looked back at him, he was wiping his fingers across his dashboard. To this day, I'm not really sure what to think, but this guy spent the entirety of the few hours we were together scooping out boogers and wiping them off on parts of his car, or the table, or wherever it was that we'd stopped at. I realized I was being transported in a rolling booger shrine, and that there was nothing I could touch without needing to wash my hands. I was sitting on a crust of fossilized booger stuff. I had to be. I didn't want to hurt his feelings. He was a nice dude, but I wound up ollieing out of our visit early because I couldn't handle it. I don't consider myself a clean freak, but as wiping started to stack, it was all I could do to not throw open the passenger door and roll myself out into traffic to escape. I still wonder if I should have done or said anything to save him some grief in the future, but it didn't feel like it was my place, you know? What do you even say? He was driving cross-country with a friend. I said I had a couch or floor they could crash on if needed. He was great. She was an annoying cow. She hated everything, was annoyed by my cat, didn't like anything I had to eat or drink, etc. They were literally there for like 16 hours. I met a really cool group of people from a chat group website called XAT that lives in minimal distance away from me, like maybe 15 minutes, and the horror story part is that I was in my emo phase and probably made a lasting impact on their lives as a hot topic connoisseur. After four plus years of playing World of Warcraft together and chatting, online and on the phone, he invited me to visit him in Australia. I figured it was safe since I'd known him for quite a while and had never gotten any weird vibes. No flirtation, no creeperness, nothing. Two days into my very clearly stated platonic visit, he tried to commit the unspeakable act with me. I ditched all my stuff except for what I had in a small duffel bag and took off, traveling on my own for the two weeks until my flight home. A few months later, I received an unsigned postcard from the Gold Coast that just said, thinking of you, with a smiley face. Ugh, obviously the first offense is worse, but that postcard is just... Ugh. Not a horror story, but about a year after I made the move from Massachusetts to South Carolina, I was playing video games and a guy on my team talked about how he just moved into a house in the same area that I moved from. So I PM'd him and turns out he had moved into my old place and was playing in my old room with his desk in the same spot I had mine. Wow, this one isn't creepy, but probably the strangest one I've read so far. 
A couple of years ago, this girl messaged me on Reddit saying she had really connected with a comment I made about first seeing the ocean, because she had just gone through a similar experience. She was going to come down to Chicago to visit a friend of hers and asked for suggestions of things to do. I gave her a bunch and then we kept talking and finding out that we had more and more in common. We eventually started talking over the phone and text messages and when she came down, we went out for burgers and beer. We kept talking every day after that and I was really starting to like her. She said she wanted to come down to Chicago again if she could stay with me. I told her, of course, and a few weeks later she was here for Saturday and Sunday. Really, it was mostly just Sunday because she got in late on Saturday and fell asleep on my couch. The next day, we went to the zoo and had a really amazing day. After that, we came back to my place and decided to go to the brewery nearby, which made a beer that had her name in it. We went there and then ended up bar hopping through until we ended up near the dive bar by my apartment. We drank and played pool there and eventually grabbed some to-go beers and headed back. I asked if she wanted to see the place by the river I liked to go and drink and think. We sat and eventually started making out and decided to head back to my apartment. We hooked up and then the next day went to the south side to get breakfast at a place she really liked near her friend's apartment before she had to drive back. We kept talking after that and I was planning on coming up to visit her in Detroit. But then one day she just ghosted me out of nowhere. Not as horrible as some other stories, but it was really crappy for me because I actually really liked this girl and to this day I have no idea why she stopped talking to me. By the way, she's definitely not dead. We followed each other on Instagram and I saw that she was okay a bit after she ghosted me. I had a layover in Amsterdam and I met up with a buddy I'd been chatting with on Soulseek for years. Electronic music file sharing. He gave me directions to his work, we delivered a huge wheel of cheese to a church in the red light district, then got drunk and high in a bar. 10 out of 10, most Dutch experience possible in Amsterdam. Only horror show part was how tall Dutch people are and how they speak English. This guy was like six foot seven, and his voice was high to match, and all loopy and sing-songy. Very hard to take seriously as a person. <laughs> Dutch people have the worst accent, really. And I can know, cause I'm Dutch. The narrator would like to sincerely apologize for his Dutch accent. I'd been chatting to a girl for quite some time and finally ended up visiting her house, about 50 miles away, for an evening of enjoying each other's company. We wake up the next morning to loud noises, which turned out to be her fiancé I knew nothing about, ripping a window off its hinges and climbing in as she'd locked him out. Locked the door and left the key in the lock. There was a strange car on the driveway, so he thought she might be in trouble. Alas, it was me in trouble as this guy was huge and a bit upset at this point. I managed to talk him down and explained the situation to then find she had called the police and accused him of breaking and entering. During the time the police were questioning him, I made my escape and hightailed it out of there. I had a guy profess his love for me. Over Skype. He wanted to come see me. He lived in the UK. I live in the States. Okay, I'll include some backstory. I knew him for about three years prior. He was a fairly popular streamer at the time and I was one of his viewers, eventually became a mod for him. We started talking on Discord and then Skype. I was 20 at the time of this event, except I had a boyfriend at the time. I told him this. I told him that he was wasting his time and I have zero interest in him. He is still coming. I told him there was no time to see him as I had work and school. He says, it's fine. He will wait until I have time to see him. I told him not to come. He says he has his parents' blessings. So he came. He stayed in a hotel for three weeks while I had to deal with finals, work, and spending time with my boyfriend. 
I hung out with him twice, once with a group of friends and once with my boyfriend. He got mad because he said he wanted to hang out with me alone in his hotel room, and when I said no, he flipped. He said that because he flew over here, I should at least hang out with him. He flew back home to the UK a few days later and blocked me on all social media. In conclusion, dude travels from the UK to profess his love for me, is upset that I didn't change my mind. Why did I even meet him? I knew him for a long time. I thought we were friends. I thought that he would come and realize that I didn't have feelings for him if I said it to his face. I thought I could save the friendship. I never thought he would hurt me, but even then I was never alone with him. Not even close. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. Put the playlist on in the background to finish listening to all the stories, linked at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Genius, give Am I the Jerk a shot, linked in the description too. Either way, thanks a lot for watching, and we'll see you guys next time.